If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth, and happy Valentine's Day week. That's right. Happy Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day, single awareness's day, Valentine's Day, bullshit, whatever. Whatever you like to refer to it, welcome to that day. Just a day, like an excuse to drink, you know? An An excuse excuse to buy... A gift for someone that you love, an excuse to say I love you to lots of people. Or an excuse to just like treat yourself to a nice massage, like do something nice for yourself this week. And say I love you to you. To you. Look yourself in the mirror and give yourself, you know, some positive affirmations. That's right. Because life's hard and you're doing it one and, day at a time. And if you can't love yourself, <laughs> then who else can love you? Or that's whatever right. that's saying. Mm-hmm. If you love someone, let them go. <laughs> A different saying just not yourself it's a whole different <laughs> don't let yourself go um all right how's everybody doing i'm just dandy yeah how are you doing billy i really like I'm your right. your shirt it almost it's like fendi colors mm-hmm. you look like you're wearing a designer shirt but i don't think it is it looks like it's like made it of polyester is it no it is not made of polyester it's made of mohair <laughs> It's like a bright, like a light, a tan and a dark brown mm-hmm. sort of a houndstooth. It's almost like a houndstooth. It's almost like a houndstooth, yeah, but it is uh, made of mohair with a nice color. Is that, a, is that an animal or? I believe that was remember when remember in that episode of Seinfeld when Kramer's sneezing and then that whole thing. Oh, or, or the or the lawyer is or, yeah that. They whole thought thing. he was, was on cocaine. Oh, what a yeah. good yeah, one! Yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone's allergic to his sweater <laughs> when he yeah. drinks the beer all the way. Yeah, that was great. Does that make you itchy, that shirt? Uh, no. Oh. Life in general makes me itchy, but not this shirt. God, same. Um, okay. How's everybody doing? Do we need any house cleaning? We good to go? No. No, I think we're great to go. Good to roll along. All right, Billy. Well, what day is it today? Today is February 10th. And in 1981, eight people were killed. 200 were injured when fire broke out at the Las Vegas Hilton Hotel Casino. Now, the uh, fire spread to the exterior of the tower. It traveled up the building within 25 minutes. And, uh, you know, of the victims that were treated for smoke 
Appalachian was actually the singer, singer Natalie Cole. Now, there, a lot of more people could have been killed, but there was a hero, or so they thought. The hero's name was Philip Bruce Klein. And at first, he was hailed as a hero because he was warning guests and everything like that and saying, knocking on doors, saying, everybody, there's a fire, there's a fire. Turns out, though, that he had just taken, uh, smoked a joint laced with cocaine and PCP and then decided to just light a curtain on fire. And... PCP will do that. Yeah. He was convicted flammable, in 82. Flammable fabrics like polyester. Like will, polyester. Right, Billy? Yes. If they were made of mohair, we would be in a you're situation. A lo- you're really lucky that you were not in that hotel. You would have just no. gone yes. up in flames you go. So, uh, you know, this is this is something that um, there was also another uh, fire. Fires in hotels are always, you know, ridiculously frightening because the hotels are so tall. Um there's so many it's, synthetic materials everywhere. Yeah. Oh my god, the couches that are in those hotel yeah, rooms. Yeah, carpets that are never get carpet cleaned. they replace a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's so gross. Not, yeah, but uh this and one the was Hilton. a yeah, yeah. Where's and the Hilton? All, the Las Vegas Hilton. It's kind of near the uh, convention center. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's you not know, if quite we were, on the strip, yeah. Billy, there I think that there are a lot of places that you could do your road trip of Las Vegas road trip, you know, for the oh, yeah. your for segment. The, for the, for the true crime? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You could we do will a be whole... doing it. We will be I think there's multiple places, absolutely. So the Las Vegas true crime road trip will happen at some point. Absolutely. Well, he's, a sparkle just went into his eye. He loves that new segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know Because I can write them all off too. The, why? All my, well, I can write off all my trips now. On his fake road trip. You can yeah, write that like off. in the in the metaverse when you're Listen, like I went to I went to Long trip. Island well, this like was on 20 the years Sims? ago. <laughs> doing Sims road trip. Yeah, he's going on the metaverse and he'll write it off for his expenses. Do you guys remember Farmville? Yeah. Like I yeah. loved Farmville. Wait, wasn't Farmville recent? No. It was old. Oh. Way old. What are people playing now that's like Farmville? People are playing best fiends. That's fiends. <laughs> Hashtag not not. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had a best fiends ad in a very long time. Um, I'm kind of pissed because no, I did. No, I, I, think did a be- we did. I think I did a best fiends ad. We oh, just, recently we just yeah, had one. I still play it. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I'm kind of mad because best fiends is actually one of the most like things that people actually post about in the Facebook group that they use. Yeah, they I use best, best fiends. fiends. And listen, Wordle, if you want to uh, give us an ad, we would love it. Well, you heard that Wordle just got bought by bought. the New York Times. Bought, purchased, sell out. <laughs> they said for the in the low seven figures which yeah. means that guy made over a million bucks good for him he I made know. A, he, he made a he game for his it. wife and i love that game too because it's like you can play once every 24 hours that's I it know. it's nice it's nice and it's gate kept yes i didn't try it because it's too trendy so i'm gonna <laughs> overlook that <laughs> I, I don't even think that you would have like the focus to complete a wordle i don't have the focus for a phone game other than best fiends <laughs> download using That's, our app it's like friends without code. the r best fiends. fiends best fiends is the only game that holds my attention <laughs> you can play it offline on the plane alexis just took a flight recently she was playing best fiends the entire time <laughs> yeah so anyways and, and riding Costanza Stantas. yes that's right but even a short Costanza stanza takes me forever because of my ADD. I, I just no, write I down, I just write down words that rhyme, and then I have to think about it like five times over the next couple hours to like no. crack it. 
The Costanza stanza is hard. Like, I kind of feel bad that you committed to doing that in the beginning of us doing Killing Time because it is kind of a daunting task for you to have to do every time we record an episode. But I do them. I think of them at random times. They and so then I'll, I'll put like notes in my phone. And because yeah. if I find two things that rhyme that are really good, then it's it's easy. A stroke of George, genius. If only George was easier to rhyme. It's it's just like a it's a curse. It's a you curse. should do something about like a porridge because it's like, you know, mm, the porridge and George. George porridges. Mm. That's right. You know, it's like mm. a it's like a kind of rhyme. I'll, um, come, up, I'll come up with something. Yeah. Okay. Um Billy, do you want to talk about your true crime current event that uh, we need I, to find a better name I, for? I, that's I, a little I do, catchier? yeah. Th- this happened two weeks ago, and I go back and forth with it. Now, something happened. True crime, real time. Yes. There you We've go. done Very that good. before. Good. But I think, I, think, I think in reference, I think this is what that should be called. Sorry, I everyone. Think, you guys are seeing the creative process <laughs> unfold in real time. This is, what, this is what it's like. I'm actually almost positive Jared already made a bump for that because we have done some true crime in real time for the true crime rewind section right okay all right yes, let's turn genius on. new segment idea billy yes, and if it, it exists we're gonna let's... have a little song right now boom 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 <laughs> true crime rewind no in real, real time, time. <laughs> in real time <laughs> all right so let's bring it down a notch in england <laughs> What what would you do? This is one of those what would you do things. So, hosted by 20, John Quinones. What what, what what would you? What what what? Twenty six year old guy is driving down the street and he sees a guy stabbing a woman. He wants to stop it, so he drives his car into them, and he kills them both. Oh, so he shit. was trying to save her, but. He apparently killed them both. And he's being charged now with murder. Oh, yeah, you can't run your car into people. How did he think that was going to save her? It doesn't make any sense. The woman was screaming for help. He was stabbing her in the neck. And um, this guy just decided to do that. Yeah. He was only stopped when the driver ran his car over him. He drove fast enough that the attacker went beneath the car and was pinned under the wheels. So the he was person. asking people to get him out, but we couldn't lift up the car. I, you I know think what? that's I a just... really sad story. You know, if, if that's sincere, it's then he ex- exercised some really poor judgment. You know, like flashing the fucking brights at the attacker probably would have made him stop. Running into them seems like a... You know what yeah. happens when you hit people with cars. Yeah, leaning, leaning on the horn, uh, maybe even getting out. I mean, getting it, out it, of the car. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah um, any, any calling good the option. police would be great. You know the one the one thing about London that is really interesting. It's like when I first went over there, there were two things that they were talking about as being big problems, and one of them were knife crimes, and the other was acid crimes. So, uh, well, is it because they have? Stricter gun laws. They have really strict gun laws. So guys were walking around with Gatorade bottles with acid in them, and then he, they would use those as as weapons. Jesus. And then knives, you can't carry a knife that is a locking knife. You can only carry a knife that is kind of like a Swiss Army knife that won't lock. That Yeah. And um, But this is it's still like a big deal, and it's almost like everything in london is sort of charming you're looking at that going wow you know this is this this is these are their two big problems when it, you know meanwhile you see what's going on in america 
But um, yeah, I mean, that's and the one interesting thing is in in London, you always see, you know, their the bar fights become like regular bar fights because a guy either has a knife or there or or it's skin on skin as opposed to somebody pulling out a gun. So it's completely Yikes. different here. So um I don't know what to do. I mean if I was in London maybe keep a bat in your car and then if you see somebody stabbing somebody come out with the bat. I don't know. Don't listen to Billy's advice. <laughs> call the police. Well call the police too, but if it's, somebody is don't if somebody being stabbed justice in front of yourself. You, it don't like Billy, some woman is going to be like, I'm going to keep a bat in my car and go, or some little old <laughs> man is going to go insert themselves. You can't give people that advice. That's like when you told people not to wait to have kids and have them. What little, wait, wait a minute. I'm sorry, but what little old men are listening to this podcast? <laughs> uh, well, we've got some cowboys, sexual cowboys. <laughs> the sexual so cowboys are aging be, and they will be, become old at some point. They'll and be then, old fans soon. And you yeah. know what happens when you get old, you shrivel up. And so they'll be a little old cowboys. With those same sexual gravelly men. sexual voices. Voices. That's right. Mm. <laughs> Love that. Can't wait for him to call back. That's right. Just call and say something sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Read like a like a I don't know. Or send us a link to your ASMR YouTube channel. Yes. Read like Harry Potter or something. And wear like that fringy cowboy hat like Orville Peck. Yeah. <laughs> and narrate from just behind a fringe, a mysterious fringe. <laughs> I love that. Mm. All right, we're thinking or, of, thinking of or Patreon content. If Billy contents. retires, you can replace him on this podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and well, and you'll never turn because we'll always do it virtually because I don't know where you live, and we'll just never turn on your video, so we'll never know who you are. You're anonymous. Yeah, you don't want to. He needs know what a he nickname. Like, because, yeah. mm. well, I think sexual. And when we say he, there's like five. Sexual of you. cowboy's good. Yeah, there's five of you. I, so I call back. They're all, they're all sexual cowboys. So yeah. Okay. Right. Well, uh, speaking of romance, we're going to get into some Valentine's Day stuff in a little bit. But before then, we have got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right. Well, welcome to On the Stand. I don't really need to explain it anymore. I feel like I've explained it for the past 30 weeks. Uh, you get the gist. Uh, we're bringing something to the stand this week. And Lex, would you like to go first? Sure. I will go first. This is something that I'm putting on the stand. It's Valentine's Day themed. And it's something that I think everyone in middle school probably had their version of this. And it's been portrayed in like movies before where you send people like secret Valentines and they get distributed in class. So someone would, yeah. Or like, I think in my school, I think it was called a candy gram. Like I think there was always some kitschy thing and it was to raise money. So you'd buy them and so, you know, for some department and that's what they were doing. But I remember seeing like kids not getting some and how, sad that was, or like getting them as a joke or some shit like that. And I just think with kids that age, like you can't set them up to be adversarial. You know what I mean? Like, I think everyone does something like maybe a secret Santa thing where everyone leaves with something. I don't know. It just seems, you know, divisive. You also (laughs) just add in like the anonymous part of it. And that's where it gets bad. I think it's, if your name is attached to something, it's a little bit better but i think the anonymousness of it is kind of like fucked up and it spins kids that age out you know like being left out or like whose crush is like who's stealing my boyfriend all that shit yeah down with them down with the tradition 
Yes, I, I agree. Down with that tradition. It's not good. I, no. you know, a lot of painful memories from, uh, <laughs> from grade school for me for Valentine's Day. So, yeah. I think for everybody, like, unless you're like the most popular person in the entire school, like you definitely have like an anxiety memory connected I'm sorry, to that. those ones are the most sad. Well, now they are. Most pop- popular kids are also very sad. It's, I know. it's just hard to be a teenager. Like there's no one, I think, who really, really enjoys between 12 and 14. No. Absolutely not. Maybe my life. 11 to 15. I'm going to broaden that. I would just broaden it probably like until 11 to 34 so far. (laughs) All right. Guilty. 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 I'm going to go next because mine is actually related to that. Um, When I was researching for this episode, I was Googling Valentine's Day dark facts or something like that because we're trying to like, you know, find some dark history to Valentine's Day or whatever. And I kept going to these websites that had they're like buzzfeed type lists and it's listicles yeah and one of the dark facts that kept popping up is x amount of women buy themselves flowers for valentine's day like that's like the dark fact so i'm putting on the stand buying yourself flowers and i'm defending it because I don't think that there should be shame in getting yourself something nice or buying yourself flowers if you're single or if you're in a relationship. Like, who gives a fuck? That shouldn't be looked down upon. It should just be like, I deserve something nice. I love having flowers in my apartment. And every time I go to Trader Joe's, I'll be like, I'm just going to get these to make my place look look nice. I'm trying to be like Charlotte York vibes. And I know that's what she'd do in her her apartment in Manhattan. (laughs) Married or single. She always did it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I I will buy the occasional flower just to spruce up the house. That I don't believe. That frankly. is true. You don't spruce anything. <laughs> <laughs> We've been I have, to your listen, house. I have. I don't think you. I, when have you, you ever bought a flower? I bought flowers if they have. Um, I love sunflowers, so if they have sunflowers, I'll sunflowers buy too. Yeah. yeah, I like that, Billy. Jack, you don't. I don't believe you, Billy. I don't believe you. <laughs> yourself ever a sunflower either i i did i did buy myself uh fake black orchids for the uh for the story keeps changing that's the kind of person you are fake flower guy (laughs) yeah you know you have to dust those dust them okay all right be a little dusty Okay. Yeah, they get All really right. gross. I will say this: I have I have more foliage than both of you guys. Okay, yeah, that's it just because you have a house. It came with the house. It came with yeah. the house. Yes, I know, and I'm slowly killing off all of it. So just leave me alone. Yeah, I've all got right. Three, I got three plants in my apartment. They're thriving. Oh. All right, I'm gonna go. Oh, oh. So uh, no, we need to do that's uh, that's not guilty. Buy not yourself guilty. some flowers. Not guilty. Buy yourself some flowers. Okay, mine is this uh, vampires. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm going with this. Would you want to be a vampire? But now, what's, what I know we're putting it. Stand? I know we're putting it on the stand because they're not real. In, so wait, 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 wait. Because we have <laughs> we have propped up vampires as being such this romantic thing. This is what I was thinking we about have? for Valentine's Day. Yes, of course Maybe we have. There was an entire freaking. Have you have you watched Twilight before? No, I don't yeah. think that's uh, that's doesn't for me doesn't do it. Okay. What Brad you, Pitt as a vampire does it. Yeah, okay. same. Uh, all right. So, but. In general, vampires have been seen as something that is very sort of a romantic, everlasting love, all of this. I thought it Would was you... the I thought it was like the metaphoric aspects that resemble like sex, not the romance. Mm. Yeah, was it romance? Yeah. Was it's Edward like penetration romantic or was he just biting somebody? I don't know. That's the question. <laughs> 
But you've got mm-hmm. True Blood. I mean, yeah, they were all very sexy and sexualized shows and movies and things. But what it comes down to is the idea of the vampire. What are you putting on the stand? I'm putting on vampires. the stand that the idea is the vampire as being the the uh, most romantic uh, fictional <laughs> character. I think Cupid is the most romantic fictional character. I just don't feel like when I think of romance, I feel I think of like safety and comfort and feeling good and warm. And the vampire reminds me kind of like of my ex-boyfriend and like horrible and painful and like gaunt, gangly. (laughs) Hey, easy with easy with gaunt and gangly, all right? Wait, this is not a personal. I don't know why Only this is after a personal dark. attack. Only goes out at night. <laughs> Pasty skin. All right, easy. All day. Okay, this is not sleeps all day. No flowers Thick. in his home. Thick. Gangly teeth. Gangly wow. Thick men. All right, you know what? Fine, guilty. Let's move on, okay? Because this was not supposed to turn into this. But yes. a pile on. I'm not really sure what you're putting on this. <laughs> what you were expecting with this asinine on the skin <laughs> suggestion? <laughs> Jesus, you don't he need goes, to follow the rules of your own like segment, Billy. Your turn. He goes, okay, vampires. <laughs> <laughs> no. We like interrupted a daydream that he was about <laughs> yeah. something else. Billy just started watching Twilight and yeah. he's like sexually charged. He's like, I'm watching yes. the show True Blood. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Sucky. Yeah, All I don't right. like vampires. Sucky. Guilty. Yeah, guilty. I'll go with guilty. Okay. All right. Well, when we come back, uh, it's time for some romantic vampire filled true crime rewind. Sure There's no vampires, is. by the way. No vampires. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next 
first month. That's code DEGREE50 at factorymeals.com slash DEGREE50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer, and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Yeah, it's rewind time. Welcome back, everyone. We are going on a true crime rewind Valentine's Day edition. Yes. Do you know where Valentine's Day started? What it's rooted in? No, do tell us, Billy. A saint, Saint Valentine? That'd be the Romans celebrated the feast of, of Lupercalia from February 13th to the 15th. And the men, as they do, they sacrificed a goat. And a dog. <laughs> Romantic. And then I don't like the dog. I don't like the dog or the part. goat. Both yeah. are sad. But goats, I feel like, were sacrificed on the reg back in the day, weren't they? So that yeah. makes it less sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, the goats aren't man's best goats friend. Goats are used to it. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing. Like a sacrificial lamb. They they also said sacrificed the goat and the dog, and then they whipped women with the hides of the animals that they had just sacrificed. Now I've heard different things. I've heard that, and I've also heard tapped lightly. But mm. I'm gonna assume, just for assuming sake, it was probably stronger mm-hmm. back then. Everything was so brutal. Like, you brutal. think they gave a light tapping? Well, that doesn't do anything. <laughs> Sounds they like it was written by a man. Yeah. Yeah. What is going? Bef- they probably beat them. Yeah. This is before the internet, people. So they didn't really have that much going on. They were all but- drunk. They were all naked. And uh, the women, the young women, actually, this is what the history books say. They wanted to be hit by them because they believed yeah. it would make them fertile. Yeah, I'm sure it worked too. I'm sure you got a lot more eggs. And your your hormone levels changed. Yeah, after the whipping. <laughs> so as they do, yes. So I've never seen anything. You know, when I walk through CVS and you walk through the Valentine's Day aisle, you never really see anything with a goat or a dog or the whipping or anything like that. There's never anything about that. No. I think we've maybe you should come out with a line of Valentine's Day cards that are authentic to the history. Well, you know what? There's there's always a possibility that that could happen with our our next round of merch. Where did the the name Valentine's come from? Do you know this, Jack? I mean, I do because I researched it, but let's ask Alexis. (laughs) No, I don't. Except give it a guess. Give it a guess. Where does it come from? Valentine? I'm going to go with something uh, Italian or maybe um, a saint for Italian saint. 
Well, apparently there was a dude named Valentine who used to perform secret marriages, and they didn't like this. Where was he from? Was he from Italy? They would throw him in jail. Yes. Was he? Yes. I was right. There Mm -hmm. you go. (laughs) Well, yes, it was Rome. So, yes. I knew So, they threw him in jail. And he, um, he, they were going to kill him. You know, they were going to execute him. But the reason why he was doing these secret marriages is because the uh, Roman emperor at the time outlawed marriages because he thought that single men made better soldiers. So he didn't want these men, you know, pining for their wives back home or like writing love letters when they could just be fighting. So that like marriage was a, a no-no. Yes. And while he was waiting to be killed for this, he apparently wrote a letter, which was considered possibly the very first Valentine to someone that he was crushing on. It might have been the jailer's daughter. And he allegedly signed this note from your Valentine. Boom. Mm. There it is. I like that story. I know. It's kind of romantic. Kind of romantic. Very romantic. And then, then they executed him. Then they summarily executed him. Oh. So, yeah. It's sad. It's romantic. See, that's romantic, not vampires, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what else has happened on St. Valentine's Day? When you're talking about crime, you're always going to go to the St. Valentine's Day massacre, which happened on Valentine's Day, February 14th in 1929. Chicago's North Side. There was a lot of gang warfare going on. You had Al Capone, and Al Capone said, you know, I want to consolidate. I want all the bootlegging. I want all the gambling. I want all of the sex work. Those are the three things that, uh, the, those are the three biggest money makers that were that was going on with organized crime. So one of the things that they did was this happened in a garage in the city's north side. Seven men associated with uh, Bugs Moran's gang were all lined up. They were um, lined up against a wall and they were shot to death by several men that were dressed as policemen. Obviously, these weren't policemen. It was never officially linked to Capone. uh, But what they think is that they had police, they dressed up as policemen, they brought them out. The guys were thinking like, oh, these guys just want to pay off because there was a ton of corruption back then. The policemen said, get up against this wall. And then they shot them all to death. Yikes. And that's considered probably the biggest uh, uh, crime that's ever happened on Valentine's Day. But in this day and age, there is perhaps a maybe more infamous crime, and that would be the Oscar Pistorius case. Oh, that was on Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. I think it might have been on, like, late on the 13th, like mm-hmm. going into the 14th. Got but it. Um, I wonder, I'm going back to that, the valentine's day massacre i wonder why they chose valentine's day or if that was just it happened to be the day mm, i think always... it just happened to be the day it wasn't like they're going to name this saint valentine's day you know and and it's going to be a it's going to have a, a catchy name massacre. yes um yeah going back to oscar pistorius we did do a full episode on oscar pistorius a few weeks a few months ago mm-hmm. um deep diving into that whole uh sitch sitch and like the play-by-play of everything that went on but that was one of the most recent fucked up stories. Yeah. I, this one might even be even more fucked up. So there is the case of Mr. Results. Yes. Now, this is in Snellville, Georgia, Valentine's Day in 2010. There's a guy named Richard Shoke, and he was married to his wife named Stacy. And they were going to meet at a park 
so they could exchange cards and gifts. This was their third wedding anniversary as well. He loved his wife. He adopted her three children, became her fifth husband. Mm-hmm. But she never shows up to the park. So he's sitting there. He's got his gifts, never shows up to the park. Who shows up to the park? A guy named Reginald Coleman, who's a personal trainer, who went by the nickname of Mr. Results. Mr. Results. Mr. Results takes out a gun, kills Richard, and Stacy is now waiting for $500,000 of life insurance. She doesn't get the money, by the way. No, she's in jail for the rest of her life. Yes. Uh, and, and to add insult to injury, Stacy was not only cheating on Richard, but she even, in his death, accused him of molesting one of her sons. And then the child actually spoke out and said, no, that never happened at the trial and everything like that. And yes, she is in prison. So that might very well be one of the worst uh, Valentine's Day stories that you've ever heard. Mr. Results, man. What a name. Was he a personal trainer? Yeah. yeah. And a hitman, obviously. But Wow. Personal trainer, Mr. Results. That's somebody that... It's a great name. You would hope would give you some results. <laughs> yeah. He delivers. He Mr. Results. Deliver, he, he sure does. Yeah. So screw him. Yeah. Fuck him. All right. So that was a really bad thing. We want to hear now from you people. Get ready for some firsty worsty. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Welcome, as Billy said, you people. You people. Um, We're so excited for your cringy stories. We're going to make you feel good about them, even if you feel bad about yourself. So stand by for the first one. Hi, um, I'm calling to give my story of the worst thing I've ever done. It's been probably 20 years since this happened. Um, I was um, with some friends. And we were celebrating a birthday the next day. So my best friend and I went back to my house and I baked a cake. And it was this giant chocolate. It was a Black Forest cake. So it was a chocolate cake. And we made a sheet cake. And then my friend and I were so excited about this cake. We kind of cut a little bit off of it to eat some of it. And then... Of course, um, you can't just take a little bit of cake. So we took a whole bunch of it and I ended up cutting the sheet cake. So it's like nine by 13 cake into like a square cake to make it look just cleaned up. And then, um, we put the cherries on it and the whipped cream and then we put it, um, on a plate. And at the time I didn't have a cake carrier or anything. I was probably like 20 years old and my friend and I were giggling because we had eaten like half the cake. Um, the night before, so we thought we were we were just, um, you know, so clever and sneaky. And um, while we were in the car driving to meet our friends at the restaurant, 
I came to a stoplight and my friend had the cake in her lap and it fell over into the floorboard of the car. And she and I looked at each other and we're like, oh my goodness, what do we do? And uh, we knew we were going to meet our friends and they knew we had this, they knew we had this cake for them. So what do we do? We picked it up and put it back on the cake plate and arranged it so it looked fine. And then we took it into the restaurant and we sat and watched as all of our friends ate the cake that not only we had eaten half of, but we had dropped on the floorboard of the car. So anyways, I love your show. Thank you so much. Um, we laughed about this for ages afterwards. So um, I thank you for all you do. Take care. Bye. Well, I have to say that's the most wholesome bad thing anyone's ever done. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think you need to forgive yourself. No, yeah, you can. You are forgiven. If that's the worst thing you did, you're a saint. I know. You made your friend a cake. They should well, be yeah. thanking you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I've never made anybody a cake yeah. before. Honestly, so people eat such gross shit all the time, and they don't even realize it, or they yeah. know. So what you did, you half you, the shit. Half the shit you order at a restaurant has been dropped on the ground. That yeah. You're eating. Yeah. So, so you're really just a 50%. cake angel. 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 Hey. So I was trying to brainstorm what would be or what has been the worst thing I've ever done. And I feel like it's two different things that are very different from each other. So one of them is I was nannying in Berkeley, California, maybe like 10 years ago. And I was nannying a two-year-old and I was um, on the phone, you know, holding, holding the stroller in my hand. And I spaced out on the phone and let go of the stroller, and it rolled into the street and almost got hit by a car. And a, uh, a complete stranger came up to me and was like, I can't believe you just did that. And it's I never um, – so that's pretty bad because I almost, you know, committed manslaughter of a two-year-old. Um, and then the other thing is, is not necessarily something bad that I did, but something that – I probably shouldn't have done just for my mental health. Um, I had broken up with a boyfriend and this was maybe like three weeks later. And at the time, my, um, this girl who was doing my hair was his roommate. And so she was doing my hair and I was, you know, at the apartment and I had this weird feeling in the back of my mind of like, what if there's a used condom in his room? What if he's already slept with someone and gotten over me? And so I snuck into his room and there was a used condom in the trash can in his room. And I was just devastated. And I told the friend doing my hair and she's like, you need to stop coming here to get your hair done. <laughs> anyway, those are my two stories. Um, love the podcast. I love listening to the on the stand because every time I agree with something, I'm, I literally say out loud like, yes, absolutely. Anyways, um, keep up the good work and congrats on the engagement, Jack. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. Lucky us. So that was a twofer. So let's start with your first one. Okay. Thank goodness the infant wasn't harmed. My God. Jeez. You know, that's a, that's a like shitty, it's a mistake, but like those mistakes actually do happen. Those accidents actually happen. Like when you look at the case of that grandfather holding his grandchild on that cruise ship, 
and the baby slips out of his arms and the baby dies. Have you guys heard about that story? No. It was like probably two years ago, like in the beginning of the pandemic, but like the whole family, it's awful. It's the worst thing ever. Like, cause apparently the glass, it looked like it was glass, but it was really a hole. Like it wasn't something, um, or something like that, but it was a mistake, an honest mistake, like an accident where you, you look at something, a stroller rolls. I mean, it would have been horrible, but accidents happen. That's why we always have to be really careful. That guy was sentenced to three years probation. The grandpa. Yeah. Yeah, Because it was such a true accident. There was like no malice. He wasn't drunk. And I think there's a lawsuit, the family against the cruise line, because there was something maybe not improperly um, posted signage or something like, or, or maybe that, that lawsuit was struck down. There was an attempt. I don't, you know, don't quote me on that. But like these accidents do happen. That being said, it's good you feel bad about that because you'll never make that mistake with the yeah. baby. My God. And Jeez. you know, with the looking in the ex-boyfriend's trash, like when we're that age, I think you said you were in college, maybe. Like we don't do things to protect ourselves from pain. Cause like now I won't even look at Nexus Instagram. You couldn't no. pay me. Like no. even when we fresh broke up, I, I will have the will. Cause why would I want to see something that's going to make me feel anything but bliss? We were all like masochistic when we're young and you when get like a little bit of like a burst of something when well, you find something like that. Well, you're addicted to the, you're addicted to information seeking because you're trying yeah. to like play chess to get in that person's head. And like, when you get older, you just don't care if someone yeah. hurts your feelings. Like you're like, fuck, fuck off. However, I mean, I do think that like you have some sort of a psychic ability if you're like, I wonder if there's a used condom in his trash and then there just happened to be. be. That's a very specific thing to be looking for. You could have been looking for a hair tie, a pair of underwear, like, but you're looking for... No, she went straight Something there. specific. And Unless you, you had a hunch, like maybe on Facebook the night before you saw him in a photo with some like chick around, like dangling off of him. So maybe and, you had a hunch. I would and do he things was opening like this up, too. He was opening up the wrapper of the condom yeah. in the picture. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe he was like... <laughs> he had like the condom in his hand like, yeah. in the back a, of a photo. About to have sex. And she's yeah. like, wait a minute. I go check and see if <laughs> I bet I know there. where this is right totally, now. Totally. Or you like watched him buy condoms at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. And then followed him back to, his or, or you you both share your Walgreens, you know, discount uh, yes. uh, phone number, and you get all of his yep. receipts. Yeah, mm. at least he was using a condom. It's better than mm. a consent from a lot of people. Well, you know what? Screw him. Anyone who doesn't want to be with you shouldn't be here. He's a loser. Mm. That's right. And they probably <laughs> didn't even graduate. So there. <laughs> loser. Uh, that was good. Well, you shouldn't feel bad about the condom one. It only hurt you. No. Yeah. All right. Well, Alexis, I think well, it's we time. Did, I think it. Oh, the you special thought time. you're going to get out oh, without the Costanza time, yeah. stanza. And here is you this are. A, is this a love edition? Is this yeah. a Valentine's edition that you tried to read last week? <laughs> yeah, I did. I got the days wrong. Will you be my Valentine? Won't you be forever mine? <laughs> my name is George. My heart's engorged and I'm ready and willing (laughs) and I'm ready and willing to be adored. (laughs) Love me hard. Love me fast. Give me all your cold, hard cash. I'll give you nothing in return except my loins because they burn. Oh, don't fall for me. I'll break your heart. But you've always known that from the start. Wow. Wow. (laughs) You know, I think we need to ban you from using engorged. (laughs) It's the only thing. 
that rhymes. And I, I wanted to use adored, but I wanted it to go off of engorged. Yes. Engorged heart. I've never used it in that way. Okay. Yeah. You just can't use it again for how much it eats. No. <laughs> how many yeah, times? Done. I can't use it for multiple. The rest no, of the year. I, I think the rest of the year. You've used your engorged. My yes. last. That's my last engorged. That's your last, yes. and it's only February fourteenth. It's okay. I haven't used forged yet enough, so I'm on. <laughs> I'm on it. Or, or foraged. <laughs> foraged. That's, what that's right. Porridge. I am going to do something with a little red riding hood. I'm going to make it do a little metaphor. I'm and play porridge rhymes with forage. Wow, it's he's gonna be George. a bee, he's gonna God. be a beekeeper next if week. If anyone is still <laughs> listening to this, I want I'm what sorry. You're <laughs> oh, it's good. All right, bye. 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 bye.